welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Monday to you. It's Monday, February the 22nd. This Locked On 76ers episode is brought to you by Built Bar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off your next purchase. Well, you know, you know what today is. It's the day after the game. So today is all about dissecting the Sixers' 110-103 to loss to the Toronto Raptors here in, in Tampa. It was a rough one, y'all. I mean, no way of denying it. I mean, they still had a chance. But it was the way the Sixers typically play, unfortunately, as a play. It's one of those things where they go out there, they get a lead, nice lead, and then all of a sudden they start going to their rotation, and then all of a sudden the chemistry leaves. leaves. Guys don't make shots. Guys can't make stops. And then they lose a lead. And uh, on this particular night, you have to give the Toronto Raptors a lot of credit. A lot of credit. What the Raptors did was they doubled and triple teamed Joel Embiid. Basically double teamed. And what happened is they forced other people on the team to beat them. They couldn't. Joel shot six for 20. Um... Ben Simmons was phenomenal. I mean, Ben Simmons was that guy. Uh, He played well. But he was the only one who did. I mean, really. He was the only 76er who basically played good last night. I mean, at the end of the day, you look at Joel and you say to yourself, like, you know, Joel ended up 6 for 20. Um, He had... 25.17 25.17 rebounds, right? I mean, you know, you can't you can't really sneeze at that. You you can't. I mean, I, I'm not going to criticize them for that. He had an offshoot night. But then when you look at Ben Simmons and you see where, you know, Ben Simmons had 28 points on 9 for 11 shooting, but then you see where Tobias Harris had 13 points and went 1 for 9 on threes. You see where Seth Curry had 12 points, went 2 for 7 on threes. 4 for 12 overall. You see where Shake Milton shot 3 for 11 overall was a minus 24. You see where Matisse Thibel got in early foul trouble, kind of took him out of rhythm. He was a minus 23. You see where Furkan had two minutes, missed both of his shots. You know, so you go on. Danny Green fouled out with six-something left in the game, 640 left in the game. So... You say right there that, wow, Joel and B needs some help. But at the same time, I'm not going to come that hard on Tobias Harris. I mean, Tobias Harris has been a guy who willed this team to a lot of victories. I mean, and it's funny how there were some people very critical of him after this loss. Very critical of them. Sometimes you have a bad game. Right? The true test is going to be, is he going to be able to step back? Let me step up the following game. Right? That's the true test. So, I'm not ready 
to say, nah, man, Tobias, stuff that he did before is meaningless. He struggled this time. No, 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 no. But I will say this. The Sixers, it's their, their, their bench, their lack of depth is obvious. I mean, you thought it was going to come back when Shake Milton came back. But Shake, as expected, was rusty. He shot 3 for 11, right? He couldn't make any stops. None of them could, really. It was like the parting of the Red Sea on defense. The defense just struggled. So I'm saying this to say that They're starting to show us who we thought they were in the beginning. I mean, you look at Tobias, you look at Ben, you look at Joel. There are three guys who will start on any team in the league. Danny Green, Seth Curry, you look at them and you might say it depends on who the team is. Right? I mean, that's it. We're going to be real. And those two guys are inconsistent. They're inconsistent. I mean, I love what Danny Green brings to the to the team, though. I mean, when you're at the games and you see him talking to players and do the leadership stuff, great. See, his biggest attribute comes off the floor. Off the floor. But when you look at games like last night and you see, you know, he played okay, he played okay, but when you see how a guy like Seth Curry struggled again, then you say like, man, maybe the moment could be a little bit too big for him as far as a starter. I mean, I honestly believe that with those guys. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, you know, the Sixers come back tomorrow on Tuesday. And they have a game against uh, the Raptors again. And the Raptors are a team that's climbing up the standings. In fifth place now. So... This will be a, a, another quality game for the Sixers. Another one. You know, this podcast is brought to you by Built Bar, as I said in the beginning. And for everyone who knows me, y'all know how much I love Built Bar. Yes, I have some on here on the road with me. I, I don't leave home without it now. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate candy bar. It's the bomb. You need to do yourself a favor and go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get 20% off your next purchase. You will enjoy it. You would appreciate everything I'm saying. I'm telling you. Don't do it right now, but make sure you do it today now 
you can cons- subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to your podcast at. In addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia 76ers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. So you can go to Inquirer.com and read my articles that appear daily in the in, 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 on Inquirer.com and in the Philadelphia Inquirer. You can also purchase the Philadelphia Inquirer if you're in the Philly area. And also you can purchase the Philadelphia Daily News. The articles appear in both. Now, you can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. And you can do the same thing for Instagram, P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. Now, we, we talk about depth. We talk about the trade deadline coming up. We you realize a guy like Daryl Morey came out and said, this is championship of bus, basically. Basically championship of us, right? So now this team isn't built right now to win a championship. I mean, they had success early on, but a lot of it was based off of their schedule, right? When you look at this roster right about now, they need some help. They need a backup four, a guy who can step out, a four-five type of guy, meaning he's a power forward, but he can play some center. A guy who can step out and 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 hit some threes. They also need a point guard. They need a backup point guard. There was times yesterday when Ben came out of the game and you saw Tobias bringing the ball up, Tobias Harris. Now. Tobias joked at one point saying, I'm a point forward. This was a couple games ago, and he played well. Extremely athletic, but at the end of the day, they need somebody that's going to help get him the ball, get him in spots. They need a pure point guard. That's Those are two of the biggest needs I think this team needs. I mean, they also need a go-to guy. I mean – a Zach Levine type of player, right? That's the type of guy they need. Now, the problem is, who are you going to give up for that? I mean, honestly, who are you going to give up for that? You know, it just seems like right now, the the good part about the Sixers is that the last couple games, is that Isaiah Joe um, has kind of started supplanting Furkan Korkmaz in the rotation, right? I mean, and what I mean by good is that, like, Furkan, I like Furk. I like him. He's a little inconsistent. On a defensive end, he can become your Achilles heel. Whereas Isaiah Joe has shown that he can play a little bit better defense than what people thought. You know, you hear all these stories about him being this sharpshooter, which he is. But you also thought like, okay, well, he's a sharpshooter. That means he doesn't do anything else. No, that's far from the truth. 
this guy can make shots and he can defend. And he plays that plays with that. So I think that's a plus moving forward. But now it's like to a point where this rotation is starting to shape out and not be the guys you thought they were. I mean, think about it. Matisse Thiebel was the seventh man off the bench. Matisse wasn't really getting any burn in the beginning of this season. Isaiah Joe was the ninth man off the bench. He wasn't getting any burn in the beginning of the season. So it's starting to pan out. Now here's something else. We all talk about injuries and this and that about the Sixers. Well, you can't really make those excuses anymore. Yesterday marked the first time since the second game of the season that the 76ers had all their players available. No one was injured. No one. So what I'm saying is, it's like, you know, right now, they got the all-star break coming up. They got a couple more games before that. I think if the Sixers, if they say this season is championship or bust, they got to make a move. Everyone's been talking about it. They have to. I mean, you have to. We'll see. Now, do I want to get rid of Ben Simmons if I'm them? I don't know about that. Ben's been balling. Maybe, I mean, James Harden would have been a great player. But when you look at Matisse's defense and you look at Ben, what Ben does, doing for his team right now, Ben isn't the one that isn't the problem right now. He's not. He's not. I mean, Ben has been playing well. You know, Bet online, AJ. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust. Bet online, AJ. Sign up today for a free account at Bet online, AJ, and use the promo code Locked On for your fifty percent welcome bonus. Now, as I said before. You can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. And in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia 76ers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. So go to Inquirer.com and read my articles. <laughs> And I might add this, y'all. This is the only podcast that covers the Sixers that comes to you five days a week. All right? Now, so we're going to learn a lot more about the Sixers coming up. Um, Tuesday's game is going to be important. I mean, the bad thing about this loss is that it came without their best player. Talking about... Toronto's Kyle Lowry didn't play, right? But now, after Tuesday, on Thursday, the Sixers have the Dallas Mavericks, 
on Saturday, they have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Then on next Monday, they have the Indiana Pacers. And then they have the Utah Jazz. It's not out of the question that the Sixers could go two and three in their last five games. May even one and four. Now, the last four games are going to be at at home. So that gives them a bonus. But when you look at Toronto, I nothing I didn't see anything last night that showed me that the Sixers can't lose tomorrow. Dallas, they have Luca Bonnet. I mean, Luca is Luca, so that's going to be interesting. Cleveland has Colin Sexton. Cleveland is starting to come back down to earth, so I expect the Sixers to win that one. But Indiana and Utah scares me from a Sixers. Um, from if I'm the Sixers, I know the Sixers beat Utah already earlier this season, but. You know, I'm looking after that. I'm looking at some chinks in the armor with the Sixers since then. So we'll find out. We'll see a lot. But look, I want to thank y'all for listening. I want y'all to have a great day. I want y'all to make this the start of a great week. And I'll talk to y'all tomorrow.